You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This is Views from Midstream. Now. Here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. It is the Views from Midstream Podcast, your home for Carolina football talk around the Carolinas, around the United States, around the world, ladies and gentlemen. Do us a favor, and if you're just stumbling across us, please make sure that you are subscribed to the Views from Midstream Podcast wherever you get your major podcasts, whether that is on Google Play whether it's on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or free on the Odyssey app, make sure that you are subscribed to the Views from Main Street podcast. And if you're enjoying the podcast, do us a favor. Share us around. Share us with your friends, your family, anybody you know that is a Carolina Panthers fan so that we can continue to grow this little project of passion of ours moving forward. Share the Views from Main Street podcast with your fam, with your friends, with Panthers fans around the world ladies and gentlemen all right let's get into a couple of other things that i wanted to get into um you know matt rule has grabbed a microphone a lot the last couple of days and and i understand why right like matt rule knows that he is no longer on a hot seat he is now directly seated in the middle of the fire, like like Daenerys Targaryen herself, surrounded by flame. And he has two options, which is A, emerge a dragon, or B, do not emerge at all. Uh, I am looking at the schedule coming up. We've got San Francisco at the house. Then we got to go out to Los Angeles to take on the reigning, defending undisputed Super Bowl champions. And then we come back to the house. We've got Tampa Bay. Now, Tampa looks like a beatable football team, right? They're they're, they're currently seated at two and two. They lost earlier in the season to the Green Bay Packers, right? Uh, They are a team that dropped one to who else did they lose to? They lost Kansas to uh, they lost Kansas. That's City. right. They lost to the Chiefs 41-31 this past Sunday. They're a beatable football team, though. But the two teams that have defeated Tampa right now are one of the other favorites in the NFC and one of the favorites in the AFC. Yes, they are two and two, but the two teams they lost to are two teams that are odds-on favorites to make it into the Super Bowl this year. Let's not pretend that Tampa has dropped games to teams that are on the lower end of the NFL's production spectrum. That being said, is there any way, Lonzo, and and, and I'm going to ask you not to approach this with your power of positivity cap on, but as a realist like me, I know that irks you. Is there any chance that we are coming out of this stretch better than two and six? Yeah, I think out of the three games that you said uh, that you mentioned are coming up, two of those are winnable. Um, I think San Francisco is the strongest of the three. The Rams have showed that they have some weakness. 
that they're the Rams are struggling. They really are, and they just went down to uh, to San Francisco, Francisco uh, Monday night. So, and you know, one advantage, if there is an advantage, playing against San Francisco is a short week for them. I mean, you know, that's not me trying to be positive. It's just how it is. It's a short okay. week for San Francisco, but I think the Rams are beatable. You just pointed out uh, the problems that the Tampa Bay are having. The biggest of which is it seems that Tom Brady's minds does not in it. And plus they keep having injuries and suspensions and all those kinds of things in Tampa Bay. Out of the three, the most important probably for the Panthers would be Tampa Bay. I think the hardest game of the three will be San Francisco because of the defense they have and because, uh, you know, that guy that everyone acted like was horrible and now all of a sudden he's the greatest thing in the world, Jimmy Garoppolo is back in charge of San Francisco. That makes it a difficulty, but I think the Panthers' defense uh, is is up to the task. So it's going to come back to what it's been every single game. Can the offense get in sync? Can the offense move the ball? Can they sustain drives to keep the defense rested? And so, yeah, I do believe that you can come out of this three games with two wins. I really believe it's possible. But San Francisco worries me the most of the three. And and I guess that's going to be the other problem is because I agree San Francisco who didn't just beat the Rams but I mean beat with a capital B the Rams uh, on Monday night San Francisco right now looks like a, a a really good football team but I also think Tampa I think San Francisco is a really good football team and the Rams were really probably two blown plays away from that game being uber competitive down the stretch. I do not think the Rams by any means are a bad football team at this point. So that's back-to-back really tough contests. Heck, I would even argue that right now, Tampa Bay looks like the most beatable of those three football teams. That being said, the Tampa game is three weeks away. Now, uh, as, as a human being, I hate this for for the guy. As a football guy, I'm interested to see how it works out. There are, pardon the expression, dirt sheet reports going around right now that Tom Brady and Giselle have both hired divorce lawyers within the last day or two, right? We're recording this on Tuesday evening to drop on Wednesday. There are reports that Tom Brady and Giselle have both hired divorce lawyers. If that is the case... I got to imagine Tom's head ain't in football right now, right? And 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 I think so far through this two and two start because even though they were beat by Kansas City and Green Bay, two of the Super Bowl favorites in the National Football League, Green Bay beat them fourteen to twelve, right? Like all they needed was one more big play out of Tom Brady and they win that game. Kansas yeah, but Kansas, Kansas City fans. whooped them. Kansas City whooped them, and it could have been by a whole lot more than what it was. It, it could have been, but I would also argue that if you ask me who's the favorite to make the Super Bowl of the two teams we're talking about, Kansas City's a much heavier favorite to make it out of the NFC than Green Bay, Sands, Devontae, right? Like, that's 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 the best of the three teams we're talking about. There is something going wrong with Tom Brady. And, you know, it's it's a it's a weird conversation to have because what I don't want it to sound like, Zoe, is that I'm like, hey, let's go take advantage of the guy who's having marital issues that are very clearly 
uh, bothering him very deeply, right? Like, I hate to say that because I, I, I don't care whether you like the guy or not. I don't want anybody to have to go through what Tom Brady is apparently having to go through. That being said, if Brady ain't Brady in three weeks, I want to go smoke him and get that dub. I, I want to go get that win and keep us in contention. That being said, is there a possibility at coming out of this two and three? I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see San Francisco. I don't see LA. The shock win would be back home at the bank against Tampa Bay in three weeks. If Brady indeed is going through some stuff and he's off his game, there's a part of me that thinks if this team starts one and six through the first seven and the only win is over a New Orleans Saints team that just can't get their lives together either, there's part of me that thinks that might be it for Matt Rule. And if you are indeed on the fire Matt Rule train right now, that might be your best bet, right? That might be your best bet at this point. It's kind of yanking me in different directions here, Lonzo, about kind of what I want to happen out of these next three games. All right. Some of these, some of the things you said have bothered me, which is not unusual. Uh, so <laughs> uh, first of all, there are a lot of people on that train. That doesn't bother. I know there's a lot of people that uh, that train a lot of is people that I bother routinely. Yes, you are. No, correct. no, I, I'm talking about the train that, that wants Matt <laughs> Rule gone. And those people aren't thinking about, you know, well, who takes his place? Ben McAdoo. Uh, no, thank you. Um, but I did, I disagree with you about the strength of the teams that Carolina is playing. I, are they world beaters? The three teams coming up, like I said, San Francisco is the strongest of the three, but they're not, they're not. So by, by, by not seeing a possibility or a real possibility that, that the Panthers can win two out of three against these guys means you, you believe that they're that much talented and that much better. It's not like Carolina is going up against Kansas City or Buffalo or or one of the teams that or Philadelphia for that matter who's undefeated. I mean, they're going up against teams that uh, uh what's San Francisco's record? They're, are they 2 and 2 also? I believe so. I be, I believe San Francisco is 2 and 2. So as far as that goes, you're going up against a team that's got a record that's one win better than yours. Um, and you could correct me if if you find the uh, find no, the no, no, no. The uh, the 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 entire NFC West is two and two right now. Right. So so there you go. I mean, it's if we were halfway through the season and there were so many more wins on the other side, but there aren't. Nobody's tearing up this thing except for the three teams that I mentioned. Everybody else. Are appear to be average or above average, or there actually is parity in the NFL. And you can beat another team any given Sunday. However cliche it is, it is the truth. San Francisco is better than Carolina now, but not that much better. Not that much better. If you get good play and good play calling out of, out of the Panthers on the offensive side, they got a shot at this game. I am going to uh, respectfully disagree with you when you say not that much better. Can you, respect, can you respectfully disagree? What's yeah, I'm doing it right now. Watch me. What's disrespectfully disagreeing? Does that require throwing of blows? Uh, no, dis- disrespectfully disagreeing is, is, is going MJF on somebody. Respectfully okay. disagreeing is going, I see where you're coming from, and I respect your viewpoint, though I do disagree with it. 
uh, disrespectfully disagreeing is you're an idiot. Shut your mouth and let me tell you why you're wrong. Uh, I'm not doing that one for the record. I'm doing. Yeah, I've worked with I've stuff. worked with guys like that before. So, oh, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure there are some people that have made entire broadcasting careers out of that. I am as nice of a guy as I am good looking. So wait, wait, I'm not going to so, do that. So are you going to beat on the desk and go fire, fire, fire like some national hosts are doing right now? I mean, and they look no, no, really no. What, what was, what was, what was Skip saying? Oh, trash, yeah, trash, trash. Tra- a whole career out of that, ladies and gentlemen. All right. He you brought up parody. big bucks though, doesn't he? Yay. Uh, why would you depress? I was already depressed enough and now you're bringing me down further. All right. Uh, parody in the league is absolutely existent right now. Back in week three, 20.3 points per game, the lowest for a week three in the NFL since 2009. It was the fourth lowest in any week for the past five seasons. I just mentioned a second ago that the entire NFC West right now is sitting at two and two. In the AFC East, two, three, and one teams. In the AFC West, the Chiefs are three and one, two, two, and two teams. In the AFC North, three, two, and two teams, and a one and three team. In the AFC South, two, two, and two teams, and a one, two, and one team out there in the National Football Conference. You've got a 4-0 team in the NFC East, uh, NFC East. It is the only undefeated team remaining, the Philadelphia Eagles, but the Cowboys are 3-1 and and the Giants are 3-1. and In the NFC West, everybody's 2-2. Two and two. In the NFC North, two 3-1 and one teams and a 2-2 two and two team. And in the NFC South, two 2-2 two and two teams and two 1-3 and three teams. Arguably, the least parity in the league belongs in our division right now. So, yes, parity is very much up in the National Football League, which is why I don't think just looking at the records within divisions and within conferences is good enough to tell you where everybody is. I think if you go back, and and, and if you have not listened to it, go back and listen to Monday's podcast and listen to the numbers in segment number two that I broke down about that game and about the Panthers offensively, the Panthers so far. The problem, though, is that if you just look at the record, you go, hey, we're a game back out of the division, right? Game back out of the division. And all that matters right now is winning our division because we're not getting a wild card. The only thing that would get us in now is find a way to stay ahead of to, – to, to catch Tampa Bay and stay ahead of them and somehow all right, all right, all right. be a Cinderella division winner. But the numbers inside of the metrics in terms of on-the-field performance, we rank offensively almost or dead last in all of them right now, and that's where I'm coming up with a problem. All right, I get everything you're saying. The one thing that I disagree with you the most and everything you just said is when you said we're not getting that wild card. It's too early in the season to say that for sure. You put a couple more wins, you're right there with everybody else. You just talked about the parity. Now, the the problem is, is uh, what was the NFC East with a 4-0 and a couple 3-1s. Yep. That's the problem. But there's yep. also an extra, extra wild card now, so you got a better shot to get in there. Yeah, but, I mean, listen, you, you also got two 3-1 teams out of the NFC North and the Vikings and the Panthers. The Vikings are surprisingly good, although they, they did. Let's call it what it is. They got lucky to escape the New Orleans Saints in London. But uh, your record is what you say you are. They're 3-1, and one, as are the Packers. The Bears are 2-2. Two and two. You got an entire NFC West 
that has a better record than us. That is to say, as of right now, I won. As of right, it doesn't matter. They are, and at the end of the year, they don't hand out a wild card and go, hey, you should have got one. So here it is because you were down by one. As of right now, there are two teams out of the NFC East that have a better record than us. Every team in the NFC West has a better record than us. There are three teams in the NFC North that have a better record than us and two teams in the NFC South right now. We have a mountain ahead of us for a wild card spot. Our be- I genuinely believe our best bet is to hope that Tom Brady is going to cap his career this year with a disaster of a season and we can get the offense clicking in the next two weeks and find a way to win what is right now the worst division in football in the NFC South. That's our best bet if you want to make the playoffs, understanding that it gives Matt Rule probably three to four more years on the job. By the way, I hope you're right. I hope the Panthers win the division. Even if they win the division with the losing record, I hope they win the division. Uh, wouldn't you rather win the division than, than going in as a wild card anyway? Yeah, of course I would. Of course I would. Uh, which is good because that's the only way it's happening. <laughs> we are in agreement. <laughs>